Adjunct Students of the Bingham Podcast. The podcast where we will embark on a journey to be one with Christ in our everyday lives as human beings. I am your host, Samantha P. Laguerre, and welcome back to another episode. The wheels on the bus go round and round. The love of Jesus all around. Search party over souls been found. Paid my ransom, no more bound. Kingdom citizens, welcome back to another episode. I hope all is well with you. We are in March, okay? I have some episodes to get out to you all, um, but I do hope you are all well. I want to encourage you this month, um, but not just for this month, but particularly for what's going to come out this month, I want to encourage you to go and make sure that you are following the Instagram page or and and the Facebook page of the Being One podcast. So this month, I will be posting daily proverbs. So whatever proverbs I just feel like the Lord is highlighting um, daily, I will post on the pages. So you can go there and get a daily proverb. Each morning, you will find a proverb and just some of my thoughts and our prayers about that specific proverb, right? So it's not too much. I'm not going to post like a whole chapter or even a few verses, but one to two verses that should help you and just kind of put some things into perspective about your days. The idea is for us to grow and increase in wisdom, right? So the whole hashtag is let's seek wisdom, right? Because we are a people who want to be wise. There are a lot of things that I believe that it's not necessarily that we need a miracle, but we just need wisdom, right? We could have avoided certain situations had we used wisdom, had we taken heed to the instructions of the Lord and used wisdom. So that's my belief. And I see like wisdom play out in my life daily. And it's literally by the grace of God, but I am one, and I know I've mentioned this um, previously, like maybe a few years ago, about reading Proverbs and reading Proverbs like every month just so that I can be immersed in wisdom. And so I'm kind of doing that back again this year. I also wanted to share before I get into the episode that I also started to listen to the Gospels every day since the start of the year and i listened to it by a podcast it's like let's read the gospels it's by annie f downs and she basically just reads the gospels to you in every month she changes the translation so it might be in the nlt it might be an esv the next the following month and i find it incredibly helpful like very much helpful like I encourage you guys if you have time it's like maybe eight to ten minutes long I listen to it in the mornings typically listen to them in the mornings I listen to them as I'm getting ready like it's very quick Um, it's just like an add-on to my devotions but I just think that there's so much to gather and gain from the gospels alone and every day I want to start my day with perspective, right? Like I'm very big on the gospels and I always encourage people, especially when they're new in the faith 
or when they are starting to read the Bible or when they are wanting to grow their relationship with Christ, I refer them straight to the Gospels. Like, look, read the Gospels because that's where you get a gist. I say a gist because when you read it the first time, you, you're you not going to get everything that you need to get from the Gospels. So you get an idea of what Jesus did. But repetition is key, right? So you have to go back into it. You have to really ask the Holy Spirit to educate you, instruct you, give you revelations, help you to see beyond the words of what you're looking at, if that makes sense. So that's why I say you get the gist of um, Jesus and his ministry when you read the Gospels. But, I mean, primarily that's what our faith is on. Like, what he did, what he preached, um, we should mimic what he preached. Like, we say we're followers of Christ by claiming that we're Christians. And so in order to be a follower of Christ, don't we need to know what he did to know what to follow? So that's why I'm a big advocate of reading the Gospels. And so I been listening to it every day and basically she reads about three chapters a day um, and she finishes all four gospels in a month and it has been it's, it's been great y'all I can't stress it enough and if you are a teacher a minister who like how whatever it doesn't even matter you don't even have to be these things I just feel like anybody who claims to be Christian should know the gospel like you should know the four books. You should know who said what, when they said it, how it happened. And specifically this month, what I love about what um, Annie Downs is doing is she's reading the Gospels in chronological order, which a lot of us have not done. I know I have not done that, right? Because the Gospels, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they are told from different perspectives. So sometimes you might get something in Matthew that you're not necessarily going to get in John and vice versa, right? Because it's from different perspectives. And sometimes the order in which things are stated is not necessarily how it was done chronologically, right? So how she's reading it this month is putting it in chronological order. So like today she went from, she was jumping around in the gospels to put it in chronological order. And I loved it so much because now I'm actually getting to digest it as this is how all the events took place, right? Um, and so I encourage you if you have never heard or read the gospels in chronological order, I encourage you to follow the podcast and listen to how it how the story plays out what jesus did how it played out right so yes i will drop that link in the show notes for you guys i do hope that you listen and subscribe to the podcast and if you do like please let me know because i want to know if it helped you i want to know if if it has aided your journey it definitely has for me and i don't want to like say all the things that i'm doing and i don't want anybody to feel intimidated like oh my gosh like i can't believe she's doing all of this like i also understand that words and the word of god is everything right i've mentioned this in the past y'all know me on here like i love to know things because I love to share and I love to teach others and so in order for me to teach people I gotta know the things that I gotta teach and if I know things in certain areas and certain subjects that I'm able to help somebody else and so that's kind of where that goes it helps me to be a better serve servant to you all and to the people that I come in contact with so don't feel intimidated I'm not pressuring you or making you feel bad if you decide not to listen to the podcast or not to read the Gospels every month. 
I find it very easy to just listen to the Gospels than to actually read it by yourself because I could do that, but then it will take away from me reading other parts of the Bible that I'm interested in or feel led to read for that day. And so that's why I do it this way. This episode is stems from what I heard during her reading the Gospels, um, which was found in Luke. And so it's like as she reads it to you, like my brain is like capturing everything and it's like the Holy Spirit will like drop little nuggets about certain verses or certain things. I can go back to the Bible. I'll, I'll jot down like where she's reading from, what was said, um, a quick revelation I may have had and then I go back later and look at it, right? So anyways, I say all that to say it definitely has helped me. Again, I'm gonna stress this because I want you guys to see and know it It helps. It, it definitely helps. Repetition is key. The more something is being spoken to you, the more you see yourself living that thing, the more it's on your mind. And so, I don't know, instead of like listening to certain songs or just playing gospel music that you're not really paying attention to, I would rather hear the word of God. And I love her approach because she does not, she doesn't give her two cents. She just, she's reading you the Bible. It's like an audiobook. Like she's just reading you the Bible. And at the end she says a quick prayer. Like it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Hands down. Amazing. Like I, I love it. Anyways. So that's pretty much it. My goal is to have a certain amount of podcast episodes out in the year and I'm trying to get back on track. I also have plans of bringing back reflections of conversation with friends. And if you don't know what that is, it's a segment of the podcast where I actually go live with some friends and it's with a Z because it's usually like millennials, um, that sort of group, those people who are like-minded and around the same age group and have certain conversations about various topics that I believe are relevant, um, that I believe needs to be had and needs to be heard. And basically you as the audience are like a fly on the wall, right? Because the idea is to have real authentic conversations, like conversations that I have with my friends when I call them up and we're chit-chatting. And I know it may not sound, I know it may not sound like truthful or real, but when I call my friends and talk to my friends, the conversations that we have on live are the conversations that we have on the phone, right? So it's nothing scripted. We don't come on live to look away, sound away, seem smart, seem holy. Like that's not what takes place. Like how you see us show up on the lives is how we are in real life with each other. This is how we communicate with each other. These are the conversations or types of conversations that we have. They may just be a little bit more refined because you know, people are going to see it, but these are true, genuine conversations that we have, how we speak, the limited knowledge that we have, or the vast knowledge that we have. It's all shared during that time. And that's why I love reflections of conversation with friends because we get to reflect and have conversation with friends. And you all as an audience get to be that fly on the wall that gets to, you know, hear about certain topics and conversations and, and get a gist of, our different philosophies and mindsets and perspectives when it comes to certain things and essentially grow right we can all learn from each other and so that's why I love conversations and that's why I love reflections and so I encourage you guys when those that information come out to definitely make plans to join tune in I haven't done it in the past but my vision for it as well was to make it a live interactive event where 
people who are watching on live can actually call in and join the conversation. And I know people get a little bit of, you know, get a little timid because they don't wanna be on a live, on video. How I saw it was basically you call in, like you don't have to show your face, or you would just hear your voice. And maybe you can ask a question. Uh, maybe you have some two cents you wanna give, some insight you wanna add to the conversation. Like that's the goal and that's the idea behind Reflections of Conversation with Friends. Like I want to, invite you all into these conversations and offer perspectives that could help us all grow. So I am going to now actually get into the episode. I don't want to be on here long with you all, okay? So I am going to just go ahead and read the scripture that prompted this episode. And the title of this episode is, That's Just the Basics, okay? In Luke 17, verse 7, and I'm reading from the ESV version just because that's pulled up in front of me. So this is Jesus talking. He is giving a parable to his disciples, right? And so this is how it starts in verse 7. Will any of you who has a servant plowing or keeping sheep say to him when he has come in from the field, Come at once and recline at table. Will he not rather say to him, prepare supper for me and dress properly and serve me while I eat and drink and afterward you will eat and drink? Does he thank the servant because he did what he was commanded? So you also, when you have done all that you were commanded, say, we are unworthy servants. We have only done what was our duty. And when... I heard that because I was listening to the podcast. I said, man, like, that just sounds like Jesus is saying, y'all just be doing the basic stuff and want a reward. Like, no, like you just did the basics, right? And so that's where that's just the basics come from. And what I felt like I got from that was you don't get promoted by just doing the basics, Right. You don't get promoted by just doing the basics. Sometimes we can get a little big-headed. We can get a little prideful because we feel as though we have checked off some boxes. We've done what we were supposed to do, and we're looking like, okay, where's my reward, right? Where's the trophy? I did it. Like, what's up? You know, I think about even in school and how you'll get, like, a participation reward because you participated, and people will, get, you know, be happy about that which is good that's great you know what I mean that that can mean you have good sportsmanship but those people or those kids those students those athletes whatever it may be who put in time who did above and beyond what they were supposed to do right they usually leave with some first place second place they, they leave with something more right and not just participation why because they went above and beyond right And sometimes it's so funny because you ever, you know, somebody who's really good at what they do and it seems as though they don't know that they're good at what they do. Like, like they know they are, but they work so hard. Like they, like it's never a, it's never a, a break with them, right? Like this person always wins first place, like all the time, right? For example, in track, they always win first place in track. 
Like, nobody can beat them. And you would think that they would just chill out, just do the basics because they always win. No. Like, they work extra hard. They're there extra hours. And you're like, man, like, don't you know you're already good? Like, why are you doing all this work? It's because they have this sense of there's always more to learn. There's always more to do. There's always a way I can improve, right? And um, that's kind of what I got from that, right? And so I have a note here. We should never feel like we've arrived or that we're so much better than the next simply because we've done the basics, right? Just because you show up to church every Sunday, just because you show up to church every Wednesday, just because you're a part of five different ministries, right, does not mean that you are more spiritually inclined than the next person, right? Because you can be coming every Sunday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday, whatever the case may be, and yet you don't read your Bible, right? You don't pray. You don't have intimate times with the Lord. You're, you're not making time. You're not communing with the Lord, right? You're just doing the basics, right? You're just checking off the box. I've attended, I'm a part of this ministry, I attend church, like my attendance is perfect records, and yet you fail to actually have relationship with God, right? You have a relationship with the church, but you don't have a relationship with God, right? And so sometimes we feel like because we did the basics, we're good. Like, okay, God. And I, I think back about the scripture that says, sorry, I'm gonna paraphrase it. They're going to try to say, you know, I prophesied in, in your name, right? I, I, I cast out demons in your name, prophesied in your name, and God is going to say, I don't know you. Like, so it's just like we can do these things, and these things seem is so basic to God. Like, yeah, sure, I, I gave you the power to do that thing, right? But if I don't know you, I just don't know you, right? So don't get so caught up on the basics of our Christian duties that you fail to go above and beyond in your relationship with God, that you fail to go above and beyond as one who is called to serve, right? Not just serve in the church capacity, but serve in life, right? Because sometimes when we get so used to serving in within a four walls, like in church, like we, we make that, I'm trying to figure out how to articulate this well, but we can get so comfortable there. We can get so comfortable in our duties, right? Like, okay, I, they want me to do X, Y, and Z. So I do X, Y, and Z. I check off X, Y, and Z box. And I've gotten so comfortable doing this year after year after year that I never go above and beyond. I never go and ask, like, what more I can do, how I can grow in this field or in this ministry or as a servant. Does that make sense? A good student and servant is always looking for what more they can do. They are overachievers, but not like you're the prideful overachievers. You know those people in your class or at your job that just does the most and everybody knows they're doing the most and they do it to please man, right? Like they're doing it to kiss someone's butt. Like you know those people, right? Or um, they call it in our in our um, law school, I don't know if they do it in, re- in graduate school as well or in undergrad, but like shotgunners, and those are the people that always raise their hands, always raise their hands, like they're looking to be known, looking to be seen. No, that's that's different, right? When I'm talking about overachievers, and maybe they have, maybe there's a negative connotation to overachievers, but I still find overachievers to be a positive, a positive thing. It's not somebody who is prideful, um, but someone who looks to do more than what they were 
told to do, right? And not for recognition, not for any reward, but because they know that I've been given this role, I've been placed in this position, and I want to be excellent at the position that I'm in, right? Because when you're given a job description, when you're given a role, they give you the basics, right? They say, okay, your position entails X, Y, and Z. These are the basics, right? So this is what it may include or this is what it includes and they give you the basics. They don't tell you what someone in that position who is excellent at what they do, they do, right? They, they, they don't tell you that part. When you get a job or a role, they don't tell you that, oh yeah, and it's going to require that you go back home after your shift and study X, Y, and Z, right? And like, they're not going to tell you that thing, those things, right? Because that's not the basics of the job. I hope that makes sense. And I have, for an example, I used to sell mattresses when I was in high school and um, for a few years in undergrad. And the basics of the job was to, you know, come to sell, um, have, you know, good customer service, open up credit cards, like just the basics of, of it. But me in that role and me wanting to be, um, a good servant, right, in that role and to better serve my clients and their families, I wanted to make sure that I knew what it was that I was talking about, right? So if there was a certain mattress, and you might say, like, Samantha, you didn't have to do all that. And I really did not have to do that, all that, but I wanted to because I wanted to be a better serve. I wanted to better serve people. So I would literally like go home and I would research and I would watch videos about mattresses. I would research what materials are in these mattresses, what makes them better than the next, right? I could have just read the basics of what was on the bed or the little pamphlets that they gave us, but I wanted to be able to articulate well what made it different, what are other people saying about these things. And that and not to, you know, get any sort of recognition or to get any sort of reward, but just to better serve people. And that made me very good at what I did. Like I was able to teach and help others and they were very great sales um, men, salespeople because of what I was able to share with them. And so I say all that, say all that to say, I believe as, you know, children of God, people of God, kingdom citizens, that we are called to do above and beyond like we are called to be overachievers and I don't want to you'd be intimidated by an overachiever but I guess to use the language of the bible we are called to be excellent and to do things in excellence right with doing things in excellence that means that you're gonna stand out from your peers right because people are gonna most likely just do the basics but if you are one to do things in excellence you're gonna come off as an overachiever but what they don't know is that you're doing things in excellence, right? Um, because you know that you want to better serve people. And so you make it your duty to learn more. You, learn, you make it your duty to increase in knowledge, right? So I have a note here that says, the questions of a good student or servant is one who asks, is this enough? Is there more that can be done? And that's just like an athlete, one who may always win, but it's just like, I, there, I know there's more that I can do. I know there's more that I can be better. I know there's more that I can give it my all. Like, you know, there's, there's another level to me that I can tap into. 
I'm sharing this because I believe that there are areas in our lives where we can be better at, right? We can be a little bit more of overachievers at. We can be better, and I want to say overachievers, so let's use excellent. We can be better excellent at. And even for myself, like this is a check for me because it's just like me and Samantha, are there areas in your life where you're just being basic? And yes, I can say that there are, right? I feel like um, I can show up earlier to places than and not just show up right on time, right? I've gotten better because I used to be late, if I'm being completely honest. And now I show up, you know, on time or maybe just a few minutes before. But I'm like, I want to be excellent. Like, I want people to have confidence that Samantha is going to be there and not be there at the exact time, which is which is fine, but be there like 15 to 20 minutes early, right? That's something that I want to work on. That's something that I want to be better at. That's something where I want to be excellent at. And it's not just being the basics, not just, just showing up, but showing up earlier. You know, the whole thing where it's like, you know, you show up on time, it's late. You show up 15 minutes, you're early, like, or you're on time. So you show up 15 minutes early, you're on time. Like, I'm trying to be the show up 15 minutes early, be on time person, okay? There's more you can do, I'm sure. And there's an area in your life that I'm sure God has probably been talking to you about, like, hey, I need you to do X, Y, and Z. And you're like, nobody does that, right? Maybe you, I don't know, let me think. Okay, at your job, right? There is the microwave that is always dirty, right? Nobody cleans it. They wait for the cleaners to come. And I mean, sure. And you just feel like God is telling you to just go ahead and clean that microwave, right? And you're like, no, nobody does that. Like, why would I do that? Maybe, you know, God just wants you to serve in that capacity. And again, not to, I don't like to talk about myself too much because I don't want people to try to compare themselves to me. But I've been in a position as well where I was volunteering at a place and that was not a part of my job description, not at all. And I took it upon myself to clean out their microwave, to organize their cabinets because I knew that I was aiding them, right? Because why do they have to wait all the way until, you know, the next day to get a clean microwave? Like, I can just do it right now and make everybody's lives easier. And I don't know. I'm, I'm very, y'all, y'all know me. Like, I'm very big on, like, systems. I'm very big on, like, not seeing clutter. I love organizations. And so organizing. And so why not offer that? That has nothing to do with what I was there for. But I just did it because that's something that I like to do, something that I do, and I figured, let me just do it, right? And so they loved me, of course, and was like, man, you're going above and beyond. Like, that's not what you're here to do. But anyways, I say all that to say that's just another example. And yeah, so hope that makes sense. So then I guess the thing, the question that maybe people will ask is, how can we be confident and yet humble at the same time, right? Because maybe you know you're really good at what you do. You know you're a good runner, right? You know you're a good sprinter, and you can be confident in that. But it's like, how can you be confident and yet humble? I believe what how someone can be confident and humble is knowing who you're confident in. Because there are people that claim to be confident and humble, but they are very arrogant, right? They are full of themselves. They are very prideful. But you can be very confident in your abilities and yet be still humble because you know that if it was not by the grace of God, okay, let me... Let me testify. If it was not by the grace of God, like, I could not do this thing, right? Like, I 
could just do the basics. And there's been times where I've just done the basics, right? Like you compare yourself to other people and say, nobody's doing this. Why would I do it? Like, that's not my job. Sure. And you have every right to say that. But I believe that there are times where God says, hey, I need you to do a little bit more. Okay. You're wanting to, like the scripture was talking about, you um, plow, you kept the sheep, you did the basics. And you're expecting your the person to come and say, all right, recline at the table with me? No, they're going to ask you to do other things, right? And even when you've done those things, does that mean that you get a seat at the table? No. You, you got to look and say, what else can I do? What more can I do, right? And that's, like that, that's the humility part because I'm confident in the things that I've done. But yet I have humility to know that it's not by my works alone, right? It is not. The, the grace that I have for this, I didn't just make it up, right? This favor that I have, that didn't come from me, right? That is, that is by the grace of God. That is the favor of the Lord. Um, and so that is where my confidence is in. You see me confident, but it's because I'm confident in someone who is higher than, than anything in anybody. He is the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, right? And this is who my confidence is in. That's why you see me confident and yet humble at the same time. And I think about, you know, the Pharisees in the Bible who Jesus even talked about and said, don't be like the Pharisees, right? Who pray these long prayers and wear these robes and go out into the market just to bring attention to themselves. These people are not humble, right? They felt so proud at the fact that they were getting the basics done. What were the basics? They would, you know, follow the Sabbath and they would, you know, go to the synagogues or, you know, go to these churches and, and they would, you know, study or read, do certain rituals. And they feel like because they've done the basics, they're good. They get to go out and show off and show out, right? And God um, would literally be like, do not be like these people, Okay, because they're just doing the basics and think that they deserve a reward for the basics, right? And so I don't want us to be like the Pharisees, right? And I can confidently say I've been there, done that, right? And sometimes even struggle with that because you can feel really good and confident and comfortable, really, with just doing the basics. I read my Bible every day. I pray every day. I do my devotions every day. I am Bible study like twice a week. Like I go to church every Sunday. Like, you know, you start to get a little, okay, I'm doing the thing. I'm doing the thing. And yet, because you're packing on a lot, it could seem as though you're you're being an overachiever. But if you're just doing it for some accolades, if you're doing it for recognition, if you're doing it for to boast, then that's not humility, right? You're not being humble, right? But if you're doing it because it's just like, man, I want to serve people well. I want to serve um, this ministry well. I want to do these things well and be excellent at it. Then, then that's a different story. I don't want us to get so caught up with the basic of a thing that we fail to seek God about what more we can do, right? There's a way that we can seek him that's more than we've been seeking him in this season or even in the last season. And I know that's been my prayer these days where it's like, man, God, I don't want to get so comfortable on how I approach you, right? Like, Yes, that might have been sufficient for that season, right? And my prayers were sufficient in that season, but I'm in another season now, and I don't want to bring that same routine into this routine if that's not what you're calling me to do. Do you understand? Like, there may be more here, and I don't want to fail to... Sometimes we don't even know, right? Like, it says we go from glory, from glory to glory, and sometimes on that next level of glory, we don't realize that, man, maybe my prayers should be a little bit different, right? Maybe um, 
I should be studying this or, or studying this more. Or, you know, maybe there's something that I should be specifically praying about that's not necessarily what I may desire, right? And so it's going above, beyond just the basics, right? So it's above, beyond just our model prayer, right? There may be something specific God wants you to pray, right? There may be something he wants you to, to get rid of, right? So I, I hope that makes sense. Like, there's just so much more. Like, this journey that we're on, it, it shouldn't look, every day shouldn't look the same. And what I mean by that is that you should be growing in some way, somehow. You should be learning something. You should open up your eyes and see, like, the glory of God. You should open up your eyes and be able to learn something, if not one thing that day, that helps you for the future, that helps you for your next day, right? Don't be like everybody else, okay? Because there are people that literally see the same thing every single day. They didn't learn nothing in the last 20 years, right? And it's not because opportunities and knowledge wasn't presented. They just didn't not want to be intentional about learning anything. Like, let's not, let that not be our story, right? We are called to be a people of excellence, meaning we do above average. Like, we we excel. We were not just average people. No, I don't, I, I refuse that. We're not average people. Nope, no, 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 okay? <laughs> yes, so don't let... I guess to sum up, don't let completing the basics keep you stagnant or give you false contentment because we could follow a certain workout routine because we see someone look like this and we say, okay, we're going to follow their workout routine and don't go above and beyond just that workout routine because following that workout routine is just the basics and fail to actually change our diet, fail to add greens to our diet, fail to rid junk food and processed foods out of our diet you understand so we could follow a certain routine we could follow a certain workout plan for example and that's just the basics but if you want the full result right you want it not just physically or um just what you see on the outer surface but you want it to work in the inner as well that full transformation you got to go above and beyond right and i think about the scripture that says study to show thyselves approved that it's not just about reading the Bible, but actually studying the Bible, studying his word, right? That goes above and beyond. There's a lot of people, y'all, that claims to be Christian, they do not study the word. They don't even know the word. Like, us just knowing the word, right? Like, reading the Bible, that's just the basics, okay? And sadly, it's not even the norm. Like, it's really not the norm, which is very sad. But, I mean, even just reading it is just the basics. Studying the word, like, people are looking at you like, wow, you you an overachiever, right? Like, people look at people who study the Bible and think that they're an overachiever, that you are, wow, you're excellent. Like, you already seem to know how to pray. You already seem to know God. Like, why are you studying? Like, it seems like you already know everything. Like, your life seems great. Like, no, no, there's so much more to know. I can read the same scripture, same chapter every day, and every day I'm going to see something different. I promise you. I promise you. And so, yeah, let's not be basic. <laughs> let's just not just do the basics. Let's seek God about what more can, that can be done so that we can be a better servant of, of his and we can better serve our community. We can better serve people. We can better serve our families. Um, we can better serve our friends right? We don't want to bring the same information we had 10 years ago to the same table, right? And not saying that that information is void or invalid, 
But I'm sure what was fragments of a thought like 10 years ago could be a complete thought now, but if you fail to do more research, you fail to acquire wisdom about it, it's just still going to be a fragment of a thought and not a full thought. I hope that makes sense. Does that make sense, y'all? I hope so. But anyways, that's just the basics, right? But let's be people who don't just do the basics, but we do more. We are overachievers. So be an overachiever at your schools. Yep, do it. And I'm telling myself that's meant to do it. It doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. It doesn't matter that nobody reads. Nobody that's nobody it doesn't matter that nobody's taking notes. You still do it. Okay, you still be that overachiever. You still know what's going on. You still look into the subjects that you're going to go over in class before you even get to class. Still do it. Be that person, right? Cause that brings glory to God. It really does. When you do these things, people look at you like, man, like nobody ever does that. It brings glory to God because God is like, yeah, that's my child. Mm-hmm. That's them, right? They're not like everybody else. They're not being influenced by what everybody else is doing. They're being the influence, right? They're influencing, okay? All right, I am going to end the conversation. I'm going to end the podcast here, um, and I just pray that, I don't know, maybe this might be confirmation for you, but I hope this episode helps you to level up, you know, because it's reminding me to level up in every area, and again, not to intimidate y'all, because I know how we can be, right? It's like, ah, it's doing too much. Like, think of an, one area of your life, one area. Ask God, God, where in my life can I do more? He will tell you. I promise you, he will tell you. And work on excelling in that area. And then you'll find yourself looking and excelling in every area, the areas of your life and just being great and still finding that there's more to do because... There's, just, there's still more to do and still more to learn and still more to do and still more to learn. Like, it's just, yes, y'all. It's just so much more. Okay, that's that's it. I'm done. I'm done. For real, for real. I'm done. I'm so done. I am so done. All right. Um, right. Y'all know I love you, but Jesus loves you so, 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 so much. Um, Be blessed. Don't forget to follow the podcast. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram. Being One Podcast on YouTube. Being One Podcast on Facebook. Being One Podcast. Don't forget that we have merch for sale we have t-shirts that says kingdom citizens i don't do church i am the church make sure if you do not have that make sure you buy it and represent for the kingdom okay and support this ministry and i think that's it all right i'll talk to you guys later